right, welcome back to the program. Gesundheit with Jacobus. Thank you so much for all tuning in. My guest today, Bert Golding Jr., the clin- a clinical nutritionist who is studying for his naturopathic degree together with his wife. He is also the managing director of the Positive Nutrition Institute. And uh, they have a few products that we're going to talk about. It's not that we're trying to sell the product, but Bert, with his uh, education and his interest, and in my opinion, obviously, as his wife is studying all this with him, this is like a collaboration of finding great information and saying, you know what, this information dating back to the early 40s, uh, the formula that he's working with was actually designed in 1949. This is the original formula. And if a formula like that is lost and you have somebody like Bert who says, why can I not find this product anywhere that was used so well by individuals why not remake that product? And that's what he has done. And uh, that product is called Cell Power. And we are going to discuss that as the show continues. But uh, first of all, Bert, thanks so much for being here on the program after 12 years. I'm not going to wait another 12 years to have you back on. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's great to be on with you. It's a good conversation. And yeah, and, and you're talking about two separate jobs that I have. One one is that, uh, yes, I, I am uh, the head of the science department with Positive Power Nutrition, which does supplements. But the job um, that I am doing right now on the radio and that I do when I go out to uh, um, do the, the live classes and seminars, that's as managing director of the Positive Nutrition Institute. So it's two completely separate things. Because at, in the Positive Nutrition Institute, which is education, it's just like what you said when you started your radio show today. Yeah. You know, education, information, maybe a little bit of enter- entertainment. is uh, that's, that's what I do. And, I, I, you know, we talk about science and how the human body works in the seminars, and I really don't ever t- even talk about supplements. I'll, ask pe- I'll answer people's questions. Um, but I always feel like if people understand truly how the human body works, they'll be able to make their own good decisions, and they'll be able to find the the right supplements and the right foods, and and have you know get the proper sunshine and the right sleep and and clean air and clean water and all the things that that make for a healthy human being. I so. I totally agree with you. And one thing that we often forget, and that is simply because we are being told that. I think we're giving so much wrong information besides the right information. I think that Western medicine has done an incredible job in creating equipment that is able to look into the body, that is able to look into the cells, that is able to 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 describe it and see the relationship between all the parts in all these cells that we have. And then you have this this part that says, wait a second, even in Western medicine, they have discovered that there is something besides the whole physical structure of the system, that there is an emotional body, that there is a mental, that we can think, we can think, we can reason, but that there is also this spiritual aspect that they cannot always grasp but they know it's there. They call it energy. They, they're trying to explain what it does, how it works, where it comes from, how it affects the cells. And because of that, I tell people many times that don't look at a disease as it is diagnosed 
as simply a part of the body that is diseased, understand that the, the disease is the best way to tell you that the body as a whole is out of balance. It is just that the disease has picked that specific organ, that specific system in your, in your body to come out to draw your attention. It's up to you to say, hmm, my body is out of balance. I got to do something here. What is wrong with me? And then you can go down a whole list of things that you that may have caused this. Or you go see a physician and say, I have no time to deal with any of this. Just give me the medication. And so again, Western medicine has created these amazing medicines. Not all of them are always good because they have the side effects, but there are quite a few that actually have success, have effect, and that people can are able to live with on a daily basis. The problem is, what does it do long term? And I think that as we as we are discussing today, you and I, and and try to understand more about what energy is all about, and energy in the cells, what that means, how that comes about, and how the energy is therefore responsible for communication and healing, etc. That is absolutely a fascinating topic that I know you are a great expert in. Well, yeah, I've had to become more expert in it because um, it's really the basis of, of everything. Our body runs on electricity, and uh, we don't often think about that. I mean, if, if somebody is uh, um, down, on the, down on the ground and their heart is stopped, I mean, they have, uh, you know, these uh, electrical defibrillator units that are now uh, on the wall in airports and in shopping malls and, uh, you know, is designed kind of to run itself. So if you don't have a, an emergency medical technician there with you, you uh, grab the unit off of the wall in one of these public places, and if somebody's down... It's going to basically talk you through the steps there, a little robotic voice, so that you're putting, you know, we've all seen it on television. You put the paddles on the person's chest and you say, you know, clear, don't anybody else touch them. And you're <laughs> going to hit them with electricity to get things going again. So yes. we understand the body needs electricity, yeah. and we're going to add it back in, in in the worst case scenario. But it it needs that to function all of the time. Yes. And when the electricity levels is, are low is the only time that the human body goes into this disease state that we talk about. I mean, there's no one that has all the electricity they need and has cancer. Those two things can't exist at the same time. It's right. only when our electrical levels in the body fall really low that we can be affected by um, viruses and infectious bacteria and candida and, and you know, any kind of uh, fungus, yeast, cancer. Any of these things can only thrive when our electricity drops low. I see. Yes. And and yet the things that help keep the body energized we're just not doing. We say we don't have time to get to bed early and get a good night's sleep. You know, we we don't have time to go out in, into the sunshine on a sunny day and and let the sun hit our skin. Or uh we we don't have time to drink water or if we're drinking the proper amount of water we don't have time to to go to the restroom to eliminate, you know, to to get rid of the poisons that the, that this pure water is going to do, so um, yes. yeah. we're being starved. Yes, electricity-wise, I mean, you, you see that all the time, right? Yes. Uh, 
And people go, oh, I'm so tired, and they're dragging around. And for some reason, I mean, it's just like a medication that you don't need a prescription for is when somebody goes and gets uh, coffee or any kind of a caffeine so-called energy drink, and they're like, they're going to self-medicate, and they're like, okay, well, I don't have energy, so I'm going to give myself this, this jolt or shock. You know, and so uh, they they do it, and it hits the adrenal glands, and they think they have energy, but it isn't the right kind of energy. It's the the fight or flight or fright energy. Yes, and uh, it just exhausts the body even more. Correct. So every time you you hit caffeine, then when the caffeine wears off, uh, you know, in you know a few minutes or a few hours or whatever it is you're more exhausted and your energy levels are lower than before you did that self-medication. Correct. You know, so, so we've got nothing... people all over, yeah, all I, over I the mean, country I... medicating themselves. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy a cup of coffee, a good cup of coffee. And, uh, but the point is that it, it, if you use it only because you need energy, uh, people who say they drink a pot of coffee before, before they walk out to the door, I go like, man, that's not the way to go. But there are so many other aspects that we have to focus on in order to get ourselves energy. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to defend that I drink a cup of coffee, that I really enjoy it. But uh, I don't drink it. I, you know, I grew up on another continent, and the coffee is for me a memory of a certain uh, contentment, a certain uh, coziness that I remember sitting around the table with people just enjoying a cup of coffee. Uh, it's not for me that I need energy. I just like the, the taste, and I don't want a lot. I just want sh- small, and I like it strong. But I do. Your, I see your point. If coffee is seen as a medication in order to wake up, to me, it makes no sense. Oh, yeah, and it's so hard on the body, and it's not really doing what you would think it it needs to do. I mean, again, the, the uh, number one way for energy is good, clean water, drinking water. Uh, not with anything, you know, major in it. Yeah. Um, and it needs to be water. You know, if you put the drops of cell power or the super silica, it's only five drops in a in a, a pint, a 16-ounce glass of purified or distilled water. You put five drops of cell power. Yes. So, I mean, it it's doesn't, not- it, you're, you're not adding much to it. It's mainly just uh, pure H2O. And then what the cell power drops do is they allow the body to more easily disassociate the water and break it down into hydrogen um, ions and oxygen ions. And uh, and then your body is getting the, the two um, most important nutrients. Uh, I, loved, I love asking this question, Jacobus. When I'm in a seminar, a lot of times I'll say, okay, what do you think um, are the two most important nutrients for the body? Like, can you imagine all the hands that go up and everybody yeah. has their favorite? They say, oh, it's, it's vitamin D or it's CoQ10 or, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's the B vitamins or whatever it is. And I said, well, actually, the number one most important nutrient for the human body is hydrogen. And you can't just go buy a bottle of hydrogen somewhere. That's right. And the, and the second most important is oxygen. Mm-hmm. And how do we know this? Because 70% of our body is made up of H2O. That's right. Um, Seventy percent. So, if seventy percent of the body weight or the mass, or or higher, seventy to seventy-five percent of the uh, the mass of the human body is made up of H two O, and that's the easy way to get it. It's uh, you know, uh, hydrogen by itself is extremely flammable and unstable, and oxygen by itself is kind of the same way. But here we have an easy way to get it in clean drinking water. 
So that's the number one way to, to add electricity to the body. Yes. And then uh, number two would be sunshine. Mm-hmm. Okay, and for people that don't have sunshine available year-round, sometimes they'll they'll do uh, an infrared sauna or something where they're getting that healing spectrum of light uh, hitting the body right through the clothes. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah. And uh, after sunshine, it is uh, sleep, the sleep cycle. But okay. people get so... Um, I don't know, so anxious about whether they're actually sleeping or not. So if you have somebody who has insomnia, they get into this terrible cycle where they're going, oh, I'm not falling asleep, I'm not falling asleep, and then they get angry, and then they get mad, and then they really can't fall asleep. Yes. Where what we've been able to discover is that if you lie down and close your eyes, and then it's what what we like to say is, is that you're, you're playing possum. You're pretending to sleep. I always say, go go back into your memory as a small child, and you had a bedtime, and your parents are saying you need to be in bed at this time. So you're in your bed, and you've got your favorite book, and you're reading it, and all of a sudden you hear a parent coming down the hallway towards your room to check to see if you're asleep or what you're doing. Yeah. So, you know, you, you hide your book, you close your eyes, you pretend oh, you're breathing and moving, and you're kind of, you've seen other people asleep, so you're trying to, to mimic. To imitate so that, I yes. Say, just pretend you're asleep, and you're still going to get 90% of the benefits of being asleep. Huh. Even if you have to go all eight hours during the night pretending to be asleep, you'll still get 90% of the benefit. Huh. And that's, so uh, the, I don't know, I'm not going to try that, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think if I would stay awake all night, even if I put something in front of my eyes, uh, and I wouldn't fall asleep, I still think I'm exhausted because I, I have a feeling that if people stay up all night, that the brain is probably working like crazy. And I think that at one point exhausts you. Well, yeah, what, but I'm, I'm not talking about staying up and reading. Um, what, I, what I meant to say was that if you close your eyes yep. and breathe and, and basically pretend mimic all of the things the the breathing the the you know the the stretching the sleep position all those kinds of things and you shouldn't have to worry about whether you're actually falling asleep or not i'm not saying stay awake i'm just saying for people that already have trouble falling asleep yeah the other thing is to sleep when your body wants to usually i'll say so so you're saying you can't fall asleep ever and someone who has sleep issues or insomnia will say well no i i could i could take a nap and fall asleep in the afternoon, no huh. problem. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. said, well, well, then sleep in the afternoon. And they're like, well, I, I don't want to. I want to sleep at night. And I, you just got to let your body do what it needs to do because it knows what you need. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you, you just do the best you can instead of stressing out that I didn't do something exactly right. So you've got those three. You've got good, clean water, plenty of it. Um, when I'm dealing with anyone that's working with a, a health condition or, or a, uh, an imbalance in their body that they want to correct, we encourage them to get in a, a full four quarts or a gallon of, of clean water per day. I haven't found anyone that can't drink a gallon. They, they just think they can't. Um, so a gallon of water a day, if you're dealing with any kind of an issue, you can maybe drink less than that if you're perfectly healthy with nothing that you want to fix. Um, so that, well, you know. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, everybody loves to say, well, the rule of thumb is that it's uh, one ounce of water for every two pounds of body weight, and therefore, you know, I weigh 130 pounds, and I only need 65 ounces. That's a half a gallon, and they're going through this entire thing, and I'm saying that's if you're already fully hydrated, which I think I only find one person out of a 1,000 
that's actually fully hydrated. I see. Um, <laughs> that That's the rule for a fully hydrated person, which probably doesn't exist <laughs> hardly anywhere. And then uh, after water would be uh, sunshine or a good, safe sunshine substitute if it's always cloudy and rainy where you're at. Yes. And then, uh, and then the third one is getting good sleep. And all of the hours of sleep, Jacobus, that you get before midnight, true midnight, Count double. Are, are worth double everything yeah. after midnight. My, ma- my mom always told me that. Yeah, they, it's she absolutely said, hours true. Before I, midnight, count double. Yeah, and, and, it, and if uh, you take a nap anytime between noon and sunset, and it's a three hours or less nap, so I mean a nap, not, not extended sleep, right. um, it's worth quadruple. Really? So it's it, it's worth double the before midnight hours. So between sunset and midnight are double all of the hours after midnight, and then everything in a three hour or less nap after twelve uh, twelve noon, if it's uh, standard time or or one p.m. would be uh, um, real noon during uh, uh, daylight savings time. Ah. So between noon and sunset, every hour is worth four hours. So that means you can you can sleep from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m., or you can take a one-hour nap in the afternoon, and it has the same regenerative uh, qualities for the human body. Wow. So between and noon and 6 p.m., uh, they count uh, triple. Uh, four times. Four, four times. times. Okay. Er, er, everything between noon and sunset. So I always, I always keep track of sunset as to where I'm at. So, the, so the Italians really figured it out, right? With oh, their, with their siesta, the siesta, and we're 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 saying that it's not just it's in Italy and Spain and Portugal and Central America and South America. You've got hundreds of millions of people all over the planet that are still taking the afternoon siesta, and it was it was a way to remain healthier, yes, and for a civilization to survive and not die out, huh? Um, and all of the great great scientists and thinkers and the great uh, um, religious philosophers, all of those learned that thing. Um, you, you look at Einstein or Edison, they would, they would take that two- or three-hour nap in the afternoon, and that would be it, because a three-hour nap in the afternoon is your entire sleep that's necessary for the day. It would give them 21 hours to do their research and to, to read and experiment and study, because you had a three-hour nap in the afternoon, which is the same as sleeping from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m., which is the farmer's schedule. Wow. And they would have 21 hours. So if you really, really want to have accomplish a lot more in your waking hours, you would do the afternoon nap. So that, that's a, huh. that's powerful a thing that, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and, and if you look at our, uh, our current li- lifestyle, and you're not doing any of those things, you say, well, I, I'm not drinking at least three or four quarts of clean water per day. Okay, well, that's strike one. And I'm not, and I'm not getting any time in the sun. I, I work in an office, and I just don't have any time on the weekend, which means we don't make time. But anyway, I, I, I just can't get any sunshine. Yeah. Strike two. Strike two. And then, yeah. and then I, I, I stay up uh, surfing the Internet or, or watching the late news till like 12.30 or 1 in the morning, and then I go to sleep. Strike three, yeah, and then we wonder why we start getting these diseases. Yeah, it's 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 interesting also that uh, uh, medical students they have to go these forty eight hour, seventy two hour shifts 
in order it's almost like to toughen them up or something i don't know what it is or why why they would do that but that is what they're doing and i think there is uh, that is not setting a good example no no it really isn't and, and uh, would would you want somebody performing surgery on you that you know has been awake for the last 40 hours no no no, no. me either me either i mean it's one of those things that uh, it's just it's not even necessary so i you know there may be other other reasons that we don't want to know about as to, to why that type of a schedule is being done, but it's not, you know, especially with the kind of stress that somebody, uh, an ER doctor is under. Absolutely. And then, and then to try to grab a, a few minutes here and there, and they, you know, no wonder the number one cause of death in the United States is not heart disease, it's um, medical mistakes in the hospital. Yes. But by far the number one cause of death. Huh. Because you're sitting there, the person only got, you know, a little 10-minute nap, not even a nap, and they've been up, you know, for, like you said, for almost uh, two full days, and then they're saying, oh, yeah, here, and they switch charts, and they give the wrong medication, the wrong person, all that kind of stuff. You know, you can't really blame the physician. It, I would, just what you're talking about, Jacobus, I would blame the person that did the scheduling. Why would you schedule someone to be so tired that they can't function? Correct. Oh, well. Correct. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good point. Five two two eight two five five is the number. This is Gesundheit with Jacobus. I am Jacobus Holloway, your host. My guest today is Bert Golding Jr., who is the president of Positive Power Nutrition, and he is um, he is just a wealth of information when it comes to understanding electricity in the body, understanding energy, why we do have it, and why we are running out of energy, and what we can possibly do to improve aspects of our the quality of our life and to initiate healing in the body, in the cell, when we are seeing that there is a deficiency, as well as when... How, what can we do to avoid it? One of the articles that you were that you sent me about heart disease it talks indeed about the uh, the the exercise routine that many people have. I am uh, and really enjoy exercises. And when we come back, I like to talk to you a little bit about that because of the um, you know we can actually stress ourselves out with too much exercise. But I do believe that when we make sure that we get enough nutrition afterwards after the exercise we can avoid a lot of damage that we're doing to ourselves by just exercising and not getting the right nutrition. So, Bert, I really, I hope you uh, have some answers for that. When we come back for... <laughs> I'm sure you do. You're already smiling. Perfect. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Are you ready to improve your life? It all starts here on Gesundheit with Jacobus. Health Talk Radio. Radio. 